Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gentler. I'm Maya, your host, and in today's episode, we are talking about five self-care mistakes that everyone makes, including me, and I'm going to answer some of your self-care and life questions, and then I'll send you on your way with a self-care mission. But first, let's get into some pluses and deltas. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, um, pluses and deltas are kind of where I share a little bit more detail about my life um, and where I'm coming from with episodes, et cetera, et cetera. So pluses are good things, positives, pluses. And deltas are things that aren't necessarily negative, but things that um, need change sometimes, most of the time, whatever. And I mean delta as in like the signal, like the sign delta. Um, so yeah, it means change. I got this stuff from my nine to five, so a little boring going on, but every episode I go through some pluses and deltas just to kind of break down and share where I am because I think it's important for y'all to understand that even though I talk about self-care and say things in a very matter-of-fact way, I don't have everything together. I am still learning and working through stuff just like everyone else, and I think it's important to share where I am on a lot of things. So, pluses um a plus for this week i got some new clothes and it's like i got a new groove maybe i talked about that in the last episode did i oh i talked about it in an episode that i did not post and i'm not going to post (laughs) but anyway i got some new clothes and it really just changed a lot because not because the clothes are just so special but i feel like i haven't gone clothes shopping like in a significant way in like years like literal like years and so a lot of the clothes that I had didn't really align with my sense of style and even greater so my sense of self so getting dressed every day I didn't really feel aligned with who I wanted to be so now that I've gotten clothes that kind of fit my style a little bit more kind of fit the idea of ideal Maya a little bit better I feel way more aligned to her I'm getting so much more stuff done And just like I was sharing with someone, it's not about like just going and getting new clothes. But if you can do any like one thing that will align you with your ideal self, like just try it out. And I would be willing to bet that it's going to change a lot of things for you. If you make like a significant change, just one, um, it's going to do a lot for you. So that's one plus. Another plus I am having is I have decided that this is season three of Gentler. Um... It might not make a lot of sense, but I did have a lot of intentionality behind it. We have been going through so much recently, and we've recently, mm, we've recently crossed the six-month threshold of 2020. And I'm ready to start a new era, a new chapter of Gentler. Um, and for various reasons, but mainly just because I'm choosing to... Go start again and move forward. Like I want to do that. I want to be able to. We're in season three. This is where I am. Um, I'm thinking a lot of you will be able to notice different production things in this episode because this is really important for me. I really want to have gentler step out with a whole new shoe on her foot. I'm ready. Um, and then I guess part of that influence also leads into the next delta. We were featured in Vanity Fair or on the website. I don't know like what the correct correct wow what the correct terminology is um behind it but we were featured in a roundup of six self-care podcasts and I was quoted and it was really really cool not just because 
it brought a ton of publicity, but also because ever since I started doing Gentler, like back in, I think the last day of September of 2019 was when I put up the first episode. So basically October. But ever since doing that, I've had a hunch that I was onto something. I've had a hunch that Gentler was going to change a lot of things for a lot of people. And I have had such an amazing, engaged audience. Like, you all send me the best messages. And it just confirms it for me that I'm doing something good. But having an outlet like Vanity Fair, having an editor find my podcast and decide to include it in this post and ask me for a quote, it just really, really, really confirmed a lot of things for me. It has given me so much energy to go forth and produce the best podcast that I can right now. Um, and it's bringing me a lot of joy. It's like so cool knowing that I'm helping people just by sharing some things that I thought up in the shower. Like it's so awesome. Um, and so I think, yeah, I'm, I'm coming with so much more adrenaline behind making episodes gentler and bringing on other people. Um, so with that being said, I guess we can get into some deltas. The first delta isn't really a delta of my life, but more so an announcement. Gentler, and I think I mentioned this like months ago, I planned on doing this, but we're actually going to do it now. Um, Gentler is going to move to a two episode a week model. The first episode of the week on Mondays will be kind of like this format. I'm going to be sharing my pluses and deltas, talking about some type of concept that I've come up with, etc., etc., going through the regular episode. The second episode on Wednesdays will be an interview, a gentler chat, and I'm going to be chatting with someone, <laughs> sometimes friends, sometimes people I've met through social media, doesn't matter, but people that I think have a lot of value to offer to the show, and we're going to be chatting about some topic. This week, I'm going to be chatting with my friend Asia Woods. She's an event, event consultant in D.C., and we're going to be talking about friendship and putting together events. I know a lot of the gentler audience is kind of thinking about side hustling and building brands and all of that. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, and there's a lot that goes into it that people don't really talk about a lot. So kind of building a community and culture around your brand. But anyway, that's not for today. Um, another Delta, it's just been a heavy week. It's been difficult, um, especially like thinking about like Every every time an unarmed black person is killed and it, you know, breaches the news cycle in the media, it's always tough to deal with. But Breonna Taylor has kind of hit me a little bit differently because I can so easily put myself in her shoes. I live alone, far away from family. Like, it could be so easily me that the police are, like, busting through my door and, like, killing me. And so it's kind of crazy just thinking that on some random night, some random Tuesday that happened to me. So, you know, trying to practice good self-care and making sure that I am replenishing and refocusing my energy and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then I think I have one more Delta, but I can't remember it right now. It's okay. If it comes to me, then I'll mention it. But if not, we can go ahead and get into this week's topic. All right, so a couple of short updates. One, we still have the ebook and the sweatshirt is still on sale. Um, a lot of people have been purchasing them. Well, not a lot, but a lot more, I guess. People have been purchasing. So if you have a sweatshirt, if you have purchased the ebook, I would love, love, love to see your photos, to hear your review, all of that stuff. Let me know what you think. And I am still in the process of putting together 
a financial self-care masterclass of sorts. So I'll let you all know when that goes live. Um, I did have plans to release it a couple weeks ago. And then every time I've recorded it like three times now. And each time I'm like, oh, wait, I forgot to mention this. And this is even with planning and script writing and all that. Like I just keep thinking of more stuff that I want to give. So I am still working on that. But with all that being said, now we can go ahead and get into the topic. Okay, so self-care mistakes. All of us make mistakes in self-care. I do too. And that's why I thought it was important to go ahead and do this episode. Um, I have five self-care mistakes that everyone makes. Some of these kind of lead into the next one. And you'll notice that as I go through. But I also, I just want to remind you, like, everyone makes these mistakes. Even if you're aware that these are mistakes, you'll make them still. I know all of this stuff is present and I still make these same mistakes. That's why it's so important to check in with your self-care routine. Check in with yourself. See how things have been going because you can, these are more so like, I call them mistakes, but they're also like patterns that you might find yourself settling into after a while. So it's important to really focus in on what's going on, check in with yourself, all of that good stuff. And so now we can go ahead and and get into it. So the first one I have is only focusing on one type of self-care. I know a lot of people have their favorite type of self-care, but the problem comes in when that's the only type of self-care that you do. If you've been listening to Gentler for a little bit, if you read the blog post, you know that I have this framework where I break self-care down into three different parts. We have foundational, preparatory, and transitory self-care. These are the three brackets, or three buckets rather, that self-care kind of falls into. Your foundational self-care is the stuff that you do, the, kind of like the groundwork, the, the foundation, as the name suggests. It, it, for me, looks like journaling, affirmations, meditation, therapy as well. Therapy can kind of like toe the line between foundational and preparatory. It depends on the, the situation, I think. But yeah, it's kind of the stuff that you do to prime yourself to being able to receive positive self-care. Um, then you have preparatory self-care. Preparatory self-care is the stuff that doesn't necessarily feel good when you do it, but you'll feel good later because you did it. So whether it's packing the lunch the night before, sitting down and putting together your monthly budget, scheduling doctor's appointments on time, going to the dentist, things like that. Things that maybe at the moment you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But afterwards you're like, you know what? I'm glad I did it. They kind of like built towards your long-term success. So that's why it's still self-care because it's making you better. And then we have transitory self-care and transitory self-care is kind of the things that you think of in mainstream self-care, your face mask, your bubble baths, your Netflix binges, things that make you feel good in the moment or at least put a bandaid on it, but don't offer so much of long-term benefits. But that doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make them unnecessary. Transitory self-care is still very much necessary. Sometimes you need a little extra push so that you can get to the point where you're able to do the preparatory self-care or you just need rest and that's okay. It is totally, totally fine. The thing is, all of these things have to exist in balance with one another. You have to have all three. So when you just focus on one type of self-care, Regardless of what bucket it falls into, you're doing yourself a disservice because you need to be doing all three. So a lot of times, you know, our self-care night will look the same way and we'll just do a face mask or a bubble bath or we'll watch our favorite show on Netflix or we'll have a journaling session. 
And even aside from that, sometimes we'll focus only on preparatory self-care and we'll use ourselves as like our own little workhorse and we won't take time to polish our nails when we want to or go on a little shopping trip or watch Netflix. You have to have everything. So just denying yourself of one thing is not going to not going to be a benefit to you. And I'm kind of getting into another point. But anyways, focusing on one type of self-care is a mistake that we make. So I would urge you to sit down, make a list of self-care options under all three buckets. And that way you'll have something, you can make sure that when you put together your self-care plan, you have equal representation from all three areas. All right, so the next mistake that we make is chasing what feels good in the moment. So this is where transitory self-care really comes into play and why it often gets a bad rap because we often will only choose transitory self-care and we will only do a face mask. We will only treat ourselves. We will only do that kind of stuff and we'll ignore the root of the problem because we just want to feel good in the moment. And that's okay. I understand wanting to feel good in the moment. We, You should. You should be doing anything that you can to heighten your mood but sometimes you have to kind of put your current mood to the back burner to improve your long-term mood if that makes any sense so maybe instead of sitting and watching another episode of dead to me on netflix you could schedule an appointment with a virtual therapist like that kind of thing that time that you use because we only have 24 hours y'all so we have to be very intentional about the way that we use it. But again, I'm getting into another point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back a minute and just say another mistake that we make is chasing only what feels good. So I would say to combat that, the thing that I do in my own life, when I know that I am trying to get away from a task, when I'm procrastinating, I'll ask myself, okay, can I just spend five minutes on the task? What, what's the root of this issue? Can I just spend five minutes kind of getting get the root of it? If it's an email I don't want to open, like, okay, just, just open it up. You don't even have to read it. Just open it. And if your eyes catch anything, that's fine. But, you know, watch, open it up this in between this break. When the next episode's done, read the first sentence. And just baby myself until I get to the point where I've read the email. If you are, you know, just sad about a conversation that you had with someone, watch your episode on Netflix but when it's done, pull out your journal and just write down your immediate feelings. Then break it down and break it down and break it down until you can kind of get at the root a little bit better. There are a lot of things you can do. So just make sure that even though you're trying to age yourself and remedy the bad feelings in the moment, you're also doing something to eliminate them in the long term. All right. So the third thing is denying yourself of small pleasures. And a lot of times this is because we feel guilty about them. And I do it too. You feel guilty about watching Netflix. Um, You feel guilty about going shopping. You feel guilty about having a snack. I don't know. Like you just feel guilty about different parts of self-care. And a lot of times it's because we are out of balance with our self-care. Like for me, if I feel guilty about a shopping spree, it's because I busted my budget and I wasn't doing well in the preparatory self-care sense of budgeting and my finances and financial self-care. And so I feel guilty because I feel like I did something wrong. Or if I, you know, feel guilty about watching too many Netflix episodes, then I know it's because 
I didn't have something else in order. And that, you know, the thing is, like, we're never going to be in a perfect position in life. Like, I really, I've stopped focusing on trying to get everything done all the time. I feel like it's not going to happen. Just because of the type of person that I am, I always have my hand in some bowl or some bucket it's not supposed to be in. I'm never going to get it all done. So the best thing that I can do is just give myself space to just practice self-care the way that I want to. And making myself feel guilty for watching Netflix, for buying myself a treat, for doing a face mask, for just going to sleep or just looking up the freaking wall, like, it's not going to make me any better. So you have to be able to excuse yourself on some things and just let yourself be every once in a while. And that brings us to the fourth mistake, which is not budgeting your time. So time is a lot like money in that we need to budget it. We have to be able to designate a certain purpose, a certain hours, and that way you won't have to feel as guilty about napping or watching Netflix during the hours of four to six because you already designated that time to that purpose. If you find that you're having trouble keeping your hours together, giving yourself structure, et cetera, et cetera, I would really suggest you sit down, make a list of all the hours um, that you're awake, or you can do, just do all 24 and just mark some as sleep and just write a task or purpose for every hour. If you know you want to work from nine to five, work from nine to five. Of course, within that nine to five, you want to make sure you're giving yourself breaks and meal times and all that stuff, but write nine to five. And then from four to six, what do you expect to be doing? Do you have another project you need to do? Do you want to go on a walk with your dog? Do you want to cook dinner? Et cetera, et cetera. And that way, when you find yourself napping or watching Netflix, you don't have to feel guilty about it because you already designated that time to that task. You respect it and honor it the rest of the schedule. And that way you don't have to feel bad because you, you earn this. You deserve it. And you earn it anyway. You deserve it anyway. But if you needed some extra reassurance, then there you go. And then the last mistake that we make with self-care is not practicing self-care at all. And a lot of times I see this being done in two ways, not making time for self-care and also not practicing proper self-care or practicing fake self-care. And so I'll touch on the first thing first with time. Self-care has to be something that we do on the daily. My goal is for every single action that I take to be some form of self-care, whether it's foundational, preparatory, or transitory, everything I do needs to be self-care. And a lot, like, going to work can be self-care. Going to the bathroom can be self-care. Like, everything you do can be self-care, and that's my goal. So, at the very least, I can set aside five minutes to practice self-care every day. I don't leave the house without brushing my teeth. I don't leave the house having not showered. I don't go a day without eating. I'm privileged and blessed enough to have those positions. So, I also need to make sure that I hold self-care to those same those same standards. I don't end the day without doing some form of self-care. The next thing that we do in not practicing self-care is practicing fake self-care. And when I say fake self-care, what I mean is stuff that's not actually self-care for you in the moment. So let's take something like Netflix. We've been talking about it all episodes, so let's bring it back. Netflix is an interesting form of quote-unquote self-care because sometimes it can be the self-care that you need And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a distraction. Sometimes it's procrastination. 
And that's why it's so important to practice foundational self-care because you'll start to see those patterns that you play um, and all the behavioral like triggers and everything that you do. And you'll know what you do when you bec- like find yourself under pressure. And you'll be able to better recognize when Netflix is something that you do because you're procrastinating or whether or not you actually need rest. But if you don't do that kind of stuff, then you won't know. Or sometimes you'll know and you'll do it anyway. You'll know it intuitively, but you'll just kind of be like, oh, it's self-care. Like, I, I need this. I need to have this moment. When really what you need is systems or accountability, like that kind of stuff. And that's fair. Like I said, we all do it. So I think a big thing to look out for is practicing self-care that's not really self-care for you in that moment. You have to know where you are. And I think a good way to work on that is asking, okay, I'm doing this type of self-care. What benefit am I getting out of it right now? And start naming stuff. Start If you can't name anything, it's a good idea to reevaluate it. So that's all that. And now we can get into the self-care mission. So I want to start doing like every week, I want you all to have an actionable step that you can take with you. I sometimes do journaling prompts on the episodes and sometimes the self-care mission might look like a journaling prompt. Um, Sometimes it might be a more specific action. Either way, it's going to be something tangible that you can do to bring yourself a little extra self-care. So for this week, your mission, should you choose to accept it is to set an alarm in your phone for self-care time. Now, I'm not gonna tell you how long self-care time should last or how often you do it. Actually, I am gonna tell you how often you should do it. It should be every day. But set an alarm in your phone for every day for self-care time, whether it's for five minutes or an hour, do whatever you can do. Personally, I've tried to commit to the hours of eight to nine, that's self-care time. And for me, it looks like reading, journaling, Sometimes it honestly looks like extra sleep, but at least from the hours of 8 to 9, I know it's okay for me to do that. So, set an alarm on your phone, call it self-care time, and then post on Instagram sometimes if you're doing your self-care time and tag us so that we can see it at gentlerpod, G-E-N-T-L-E-R-P-O-D, gentlerpod, and let us know that you're doing your self-care mission. We would love to see it and repost and all that stuff, so please, please, please. Now, normally during this time, I would also be doing a self-care question, but unfortunately we did not receive any. So, and I thought about just doing like a scenario, like a general thing, um, and then I forgot to write it. So I don't have anything to say right now, but I just want to remind you, email us your self-care questions or life questions and all that, but keep in mind that I am not a professional. I'm just a girl with a podcast but I do feel like sometimes I have good advice so just you know see what happens um and with all that being said I hope you found this episode useful if you did then share it with someone please rate and review it on apple Podcasts. I know the majority of you are listening to apple Podcasts, so please just slide your finger across the stars and give us like at least four of them (laughs) and just leave a review like tell us your honest thoughts um Follow us on social media at GentlerPod. You can follow my personal account at Maya and Fleming. Um, it's tagged in the bio as well if you didn't catch what I said. And we can't wait to talk to you again on Wednesday. 
and yeah <laughs> bye